What's up and welcome to Difficulty Class, a show where we gather around this podcast table in your ears and talk about some Dungeons and Dragons, or other stuff, you know, that happens too. Each week, we or a listener like you writing into difficultyclass at gmail.com come up with a topic, question, encounter, or anything else somehow related to RPGs, and we have some fun talking about them. I'm one of your hosts, Trevor Bettis, and with me this week is... It is I, not Allie. <laughs> not Allie, no! Not Allie. I'm the shadow to Allie's P- uh, Peter Pan. Uh, B. Dave Walters. Friend of you say, friend of the internet, you say words about things. I do, in fact, say words about things. That is, I, I'm gl- I'm glad the branding has caught on. That is yeah. true. A, oh, yeah. a number of words in a number of places about a number of things, and quite often, <laughs> many of them with Trevor. And it's true. I assure you, this is the very first time Trey B. Oh God, and dang I it! Are having this conversation? Absolutely, that, never yeah. happened before. Yeah, not no. I didn't completely mess up the recording last time. Also, nope. fun fact: we're playing the game on hard mode because we have no safety net. If I mess it up again, we're just doing it again. Great. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, I'm gonna hit record on Zoom now, yeah. and we'll lo- and I'll I'll lose it. Uh, if I, I'll redo the beginning, it doesn't matter. But you, you got me. Okay, mm-hmm. there we go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, Allie couldn't make it. Uh, she had a, she, she had a work mishap, and uh, Who knows? and yeah. So uh, she's fine. But she'll she'll be back next week. Uh, but uh, she needs to take the episode off. I'm totally fine. Beat Dave and I have actually done an entire show by ourselves before. So. It's true. It's true. <laughs> talking talking about mind flares and hearing them nasty sounds. Um, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. There it is. Yes, oh, Trevor, God. Mind Flayers. Wait, wait, okay, I'm going to have a request. Can you do the Mind Flayer voice, but with Trevi B? It's up, Trey B. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. you want to know what that's all about, uh, check out Writing About Dragons and shit uh, that B and Dave and I also do in true. a few weeks. You'll find out what happens. No, the, we, um, we, it's, bu- it's, it's become, it's become uh, the... Um, memento of trey b that it's like <laughs> it'll be a thing for a while and then like three weeks from now the podcast where it happened will come out and people will be like Aha, ah, ah, that is why is it trey b <laughs> yeah i thought you were doing uh billy crystal and uh, uh princess bride there nope nope uh, I, I was i was i was sliding uh I, I was sliding more towards uh coming to america Oh, there we go, there we go. Mm -hmm. But we're not here to talk about any of that. We're here to talk about Motherlands. Yes. Which is doing phenomenally. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, The Kickstarter's going quite well. Uh, You know, like all of them, you you hit a a lag in the middle. That is literally the nature of the beast. Uh, You Mm kind of have two big spike days, a lot of nothing, and two big spike days. That's kind of it. So we've been doing very steadily, nicely in the middle, which has been nice to see. Good steady momentum. Uh, uh, it, it was it was a thing beforehand, which we will get into. Hmm. But the Kickstarter goal of fifty thousand. We're recording Wednesday before this episode goes up, and it's at two hundred and thirty-five thousand. Indeed, it is. Indeed, right. It is. Yeah. No. It's it's been it's been a grand old time. You know. Yeah. I. Uh, you know. Uh, it, it, it's been. Um. You all like this is my fourth one of these. I'm four for four. Mm-hmm. Thank thank thanks to the people. And but you always are afraid right before you hit the switch. You don't know what's reasonable. You don't know what's realistic. You know you don't yeah. don't want to overpromise or underdeliver. So it's been a it's been good to be able to uh, have the resources to be able to hopefully do exactly what we want to do. I mean we already have more than enough to do something incredible. Now we're we're almost yeah. to the point of we're having to figure out what are we gonna do. You know within reason of course <laughs> within reason. Yeah. 
Because yeah. yeah. I, I will say that's that's the thing about crowdfunding in general. Uh, it is very easy to take your eye off the ball and get bogged down with a lot of physical deliverables and stuff that uh, don't really matter and cost a lot of money and cost a lot of time and effort. And so we're, we're trying to steer clear of that. Keep this kind of pure. That's always that's always my red flag for Kickstarters. When it's just like the the stretch goals have outweighed what was in the original thing i'm like yep mm, i don't know I yep don't know. be careful you know yeah yeah we i think the only physical thing we added that we hadn't originally planned was minis and terrain from a uh, monster fight club because enough people kept asking for it and we were like yeah. well you know this is something that can exist after the kickstarter because that's the other thing yeah. there's definitely a certain attraction when you're like this is um you know kickstarter exclusive you get it now or never and then there's mm -hmm. something else where you're like, no, you're just getting it first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, well, we'll we'll get a little more bit more into the the Kickstarter later on. But for people who may not know, what is Motherlands? Into the Motherlands is an original Afrofuturist TTRPG setting. Uh, it was. I love all those words together. It's true. I enjoy saying them. Um, there was a, a. It is a game that we created to facilitate a stream that Tanya DePass had negotiated with Twitch. Um, it, the show was in its second season, and the Kickstarter is to take the game that we created for the stream and build it out to a full-fledged, three-dimensional, living-breathing TTRPG setting. I love it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I remember uh, I remember getting announced and seeing the first episode and everything, and I, 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 of course, I was just like, well, I want to know more about this, and I went looking for a rule book, and... Uh, th there wasn't one. I was just like, okay, well, I got to watch the show. <laughs> well, you know, the the way that happened is Tanya cut the deal with Twitch and everybody was happy. And um, it it was for a certain amount of content by the end of the year. There was a certain amount of original content by the end of the year. And this was like August, I think. And if, at the time, it was like, oh, okay, we got lots of time. Let's pull out the old calendar. Well, Okay. <laughs> If we have to have been finished by here, then we need to start by here, which means the game needs to be ready by like here. And it really ended up being like four weeks from God. Yeah. From, from, yeah, we should do this to it's got to be playable. Um, and that was why I, I had a lot of connections with Cortex because of all my work at D and D beyond. So mm -hmm. I hit those guys up and I was like, Hey, look, you guys have a modular system that you're looking to get the word out about. We are in need of a modular system. Maybe mm -hmm. we can help each other here. Um, so that was how that was born. Now, the the actual book that we're doing for the Kickstarter, we're not necessarily sure which system we're going to use because there's actually a lot that is wrapped up in that decision, and people keep asking. And we keep explaining that, yeah. uh, you know, it, this is not anti-Cortex by any means. It's a great system, and it mm -hmm. may well be what we do. But uh, when you start now, we're 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 fortunate to have possible relationships with a lot of different publishers. There's things to consider, like you know who's got retail placement, yeah. and and when when you work with a company, they tend to want you to use their system. Uh, also, now you know we we've gotten enough resources that we may create something completely our own. You know, just don't know. It's 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 good to have options. And this whole point of doing the Kickstarter first, honestly was a business decision in the sense that we had these opportunities to begin with, but I knew there's a world of difference sitting down at the table with a stream and an idea than sitting down with a stream and an idea and $2,000 and thousands of people who have already said they want it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you have very different conversations <laughs> and that's already being borne out. So, 
And you know why that is, Trevor? Why? The only thing that exceeds my humility is my marketing genius. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, So, (laughs) four weeks, though. That that blows me away. Yep. Like I said, I, I I didn't get a chance to watch the entire first episode when it premiered, but like I remember watching it and hearing the character creation mm-hmm. and like the the lore behind some of these these cultures and everything, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh man, how long have they been working? I never would have guessed for it. Like a month, yeah, yeah. No, it, well, it, we were fortunate that we had very talented people, and uh, the way we approached it is we had we had some ideas that we we kicked around and just kind of. I mean, like everybody, we've all been doing this so long. You all have those ideas in your back pocket. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That if I'm, I mean, right now, if I'm like Trevor. Uh, give me, you know, a modern fantasy crime fighter. Like, I mean, you, you'd probably be mm. like, well, I did come up with these people for that one story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, Like you say on the our other show, ideas are cheap. Um, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, um, you know, people had some things percolating. And then um, one of the things that we threw out to the, to the contributors early, it's funny, I keep wanting to say collaborators, but I'm so used to using that in a negative context because of Deep Space Nine, so contributors. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, was, you know, t- tell the story that you needed when you were 10 years old, you know, cre- cre- oh, cre- I you love know that. create, create the place that you would have dreamed about visiting and, and, and celebrate your own culture and heritage in a way that you would be proud of. And so these ideas came about very quickly and very organically. And then with the classes, we had kind of like bullet points of like, this is this, this is this, this is this, what seems interesting Mm-hmm. And then we'd flesh them out up to and including just even as recent as when Obria joined in season two. I sat down with her. I was like, tell me what you want and I'll make it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you want a character that can do what? And then it's like, it was like the, freaking, mean, that- like the freaking Lego movie. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> now we have yeah, a thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess that is kind of like the the one of the big advantages of it still being this kind of like you're, you're still shaping the clay mm-hmm. is that like you really can't do whatever the heck you want mm-hmm. for the show you can just be like this is uh this is a, a thing now which is hilarious in that we've had people attempt to backseat drive us on the game we made what that is absolutely happens like you're doing that wrong it's like i can assure you we're not <laughs> and more importantly it maybe it's changed now you know what this is how it is now you know what i mean i'm like guess triple advantage is a thing now because <laughs> i yeah, felt you, like it there it is you know there it is yeah why um, stop there quadruple quadruple why not yeah do not <laughs> test me exactly right you know i'll quadruple disadvantage you you roll 420s and take the lowest at all four yeah, um, I, I, lo- I love the idea. This is like somebody reminds me of a rule. And you're just like, you know what? That's not a rule anymore. Just because of you. Yeah, made it that I'm going to put your name in the rule book. We're going to call. Yeah. We're going to call this Joel's rule. This was a rule, yeah. which would have made the game even cooler, except for Joel. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody's acting like a douchebag. Feel free to ignore anything they say. That's Joel's rule. Thanks, Joel. Appreciate right now some guys listening to this like, hey, hey, you know, what, you know what you did, Joel. It's like Robin Hood men and tights. All the loose shall be now referred to as John's. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's the, the the kind of power I aspire to. <laughs> Put that in a rule book somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So. What? What? But like, what is the 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 setting? Like, what? What's like? For people who might not know, is it fantasy? Is it sci-fi? What's going on in it? It is a science fiction story. Um, there are definitely, um, you know, 
I say mystical. I don't know. This, the, I guess the force counts as mysticism, right? You know, yeah. like, like non-physical parts of it, but not really magic. Yeah. Um, so it is It is a more hard science fiction setting. Uh, the premise, you know, our original guiding idea was we wanted a story uh, with no colonialism. You know, that um, mm -hmm. what, what would people of color look like if they hadn't had their cultures crushed and eradicated? You know, w without manifest destiny and greed and Western exceptionalism and, you know, some spurious belief that one group is, is the chosen group was not the inciting incident. And the original idea was we would do a story where it's like, well, POC had left Earth now and gone out into space. And we were like, nah, it's too late for us. Like, we'd take a certain amount of bullshit with us. So mm -hmm. we had to go back and back and back and back and back and back. And it's like, where could we logically hook on to this? And I'm a bit of a history buff. And there was a, a, an African emperor named uh, Mansa, Mansa Musa, who was uh, uh, an Ethiopian emperor. And he was arguably the wealthiest man in history, this real person. Uh, and he sent a fleet to the New World, which the historical consensus is the fleet just never arrived. Uh, I personally believe they arrived and became the Olmecs, but that's neither here nor there. For our purposes, through a mechanism that is as of yet unrevealed to the audience. Uh, Ooh, mysterious. Mysterious. Uh, <laughs> these 14th century people were transported to a, a planet far away in space. And when our story starts, it is another 2,000 years in the future, even past that. So there are, you know, 3,000 years in the future. And mm -hmm. what does that look like? What 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 have those civilizations become? What Who have those people branched out to become? And so when the curtain comes up, that's where you find yourself. Um, mostly on the home planet of uh, Musalia to the to the to the humans, uh, also known as Vatoa, to the people that called it that, you know, before anybody got there. And it story wise, um, it is definitely it is a an exploration type um, story. Like tone wise, it's it's kind of um, it's almost Fireflyish in tone. But mm -hmm. but our touchstones were kind of Star Trek and Wakanda, um, in the sense that this is not those things. They yeah. are inspired by. You know, mm -hmm. and be very careful so we don't get sued. Yeah. But you know, the the for me as much as I love Star Wars. And as much as I love Star Trek, you know, the difference between the two is Star Wars is scummy. It is a universe yeah. where evil is winning and good is always on its heels. And if good can manage to get his feet under it, it's always temporary to beat the dark back just for a little while before it starts pushing again. And even if the good's got it, they're being idiots about it. Exactly. Mm. And then uh, Star Trek is hopeful exploration in a better future. Yeah. I mean, they're out there because they want to be. It's it's mm -hmm. all of these planets, best and brightest, that are out having a good time, and they have some problems, and they solve their problems, and they keep going because they're just interested in what's around the corner. Um, but a pet peeve of mine with both Star Wars and Star Trek, Star Trek, worst of all, uh, I realized that what Gene Roddenberry was trying to accomplish, and it was a very progressive idea at the time, that social progress is the equivalent of sameness. You know, that, that you get into the Federation when your planet is all alike. You know, when mm -hmm. you've achieved this singular vision. And only then are you advanced enough to even qualify for the Federation. And so what ends up happening is you go to these planets and there's only one thing about them. Yeah. You know, that, that you're like, oh, this is the planet where they're all weird African people. Oh, okay. You know, um, there, there, there's no, you know, uh, uh, Riviera on Cardassia, you know, where the people yeah. are just vastly different. So for our game, we wanted to show 
Musalia in such detail that you could have, you know, infinite campaigns without ever leaving. But also, here's all these other planets of hopefully mm -hmm. comparable richness yeah. and variety. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. No, the the I mean, last time that I, I tried to sit down and watch all of Next Gen, like I I don't remember what episode it was. I just remember there was a lot of outdoor buildings, flowers, and happy people, and like. I remember at one point just thinking, like, well, what does the rest of this world look like? Because it's a whole damn planet. Yep. Well, you know, it's funny. There's, they've done that twice. There's Risa, the pleasure planet, which is like, it's like Space Vegas, you know? And then <laughs> and then there was that place they went to that looked all perfect, and then Wesley stepped on a flower, and they're like, what? That was Death the penalty. one. Yep. That was the one. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. I oh, agree, Wesley. you know? And, uh, and again, I get why that was, but to me it cheapens the quality of the narrative because mm -hmm. except for being able to have your MacGuffin episodes of where, you know, the, the something happened to the ship in space and we got to modulate the main deflector dish, <laughs> you know, there, there's not like practically any real difference between we went planet hopping in space to these places. We're going to spend an hour and never return. Yeah. Or if we just headed East you know, and we found yeah. a settlement and it was like this. And then we went mm -hmm. more east and we found another settlement and it was like this, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the, and, and, and like you're saying, Star Wars is is very similar. Like Tatooine is the desert planet. Yeah. And allow me to show you three desert towns that look exactly the same yep. that are hundreds of miles apart. Yep. Like I like people I I still have people to this day that was like oh you know Anakin and Luke grew up in the same town I'm like no they didn't that was that was Moss Entna that was Moss Eisley that, that they're completely different yeah like very, <laughs> very far apart yeah, yeah even though they look fucking identical exactly exactly you know what I mean yeah. I mean the, who's got the more wretched hive of scum and villain <laughs> you know and I mean the, got, the closest thing you get is uh the with the the Mon Calamari and uh they they share that planet with the other species that I always forget oh. that look like stingrays. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at no, I'm, I'm looking it up because it's bothering me. I was about to say, I'm like, sorry, nerds, I got a lot of things I have to juggle. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's uh, feel free to interrupt me whenever because I'm just rambling oh, yeah. to continue making my statement. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, I feel like that that does a disservice to the narrative. I mean, even with the Quarren, the Quarren, yep, yep, even when you have a place like uh, uh. Oh geez, I can't. Uh, I, I I blew I blew my own mind there. Uh, Coruscant, I was yeah. Cardassia, who so I kept coming to mind. I'm like, I don't mean Cardassia. I mean, I kind of mean Cardassia, but I really I mean another planet, Coruscant. It's like, oh, the whole planet's a city. Yeah. Uh, okay, you know, mm -hmm. even then, even then, I I will I will see that the whole planet's a city thing, but. It's not all going to be the same city. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. like if New York and L.A. were physically connected from here to there, like it still would not be the same place when you got there. And they kind of mm -hmm. they kind of alluded to that. It's like, well, as you go down lower and the poor people are down there. But I'm like, yeah, but 3000 miles that way, they're going to yeah. be different, you know? Yeah. So trying to scratch that itch in that in that term, in that sense of exploration. I mean, I'm, I'm certain to the best of our efforts, inevitably you know is, is we're turning out planets you're gonna get to like this planet's all water and it's nothing but whales fuck them you know, <laughs> 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 you know? <laughs> i want that as the official lore. <laughs> there's just whales fuck them <laughs> they know what they did they know what they right did. along with their false god joel 
it's canon. I said it out loud now. That planet's out there in our in our universe. <laughs> That broke me. That one fucking broke me. Oh my god. Yeah. Back that Kickstarter now, kids. Back that Kickstarter. Get those douchebag whales worshiping Joel. 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 Yep. Oh my god. Uh so okay, so there there is there's a bunch of there, there's several planets and and uh, whatnot, but there's also with those come a bunch of cultures. Uh, what are what are the playable cultures that uh, that you guys have? Yes, in bonus points for the correct terminology. Uh, in our game, we don't have races; we have cultures. Um, so many of us have worked on. Um, uh, we play 5e at a high level. You know, we, we've worked on D&D in, in fixing some of the, the in, in problematic inheritance yeah. of the past. You know, it's it's a product of its time, which to Watsi's eternal credit, they are actively working to repair. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to undo some of those things even from the beginning. And that's one of the, the, the things you'll always hear me harping on is any correlation between race and morality is problematic. That, you know, these people are bad because they were born that way. Or these people are good because they're born that way. Because usually what ends up happening is the good ones and the smart ones are also the the fair ones. Yeah. You know, and and the the big, strong, evil brutes are all the dark-skinned ones, you know? And so mm-hmm. we kind of wanted to flip that on its head. And and so we have, we have a few different ones uh, currently. Uh, and there, there's going to be more in the, in the Ultimate Book. But we have uh, the Musalians. You know, they're biologically human. If if you took a DNA test, they're just like you and me, like descendants from the original people who came to the planet. Uh, then there's the Hyenol, which are a hyenid species. Uh, they look like anthropomorphic hyenas. And they're big and powerful and look all predatory, and you would assume they're adversarial, but they're actually the smart ones. Like, they're the mm-hmm. engineers and philosophers. Because, again, we kind of want to subvert that expectation just out of the gates. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you look like monsters. You must be. And it's like, we're not at all. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, right. You know? What What was the, what, was there any other, like, animal that was considered for? Or was it, like, hyenas, like, maybe going off, like, gnolls or something? Because gnolls are usually, like, they're the super freaking evil ones. Spoiler alert. There's there's at least an elephantine uh, species. There's a oh, okay. Hath- Hathari, okay. Uh, are, oh, that's are, are right. I forgot yeah. about our boy. Yeah, Bertrand. <laughs> Bertrand, yeah. you know? Uh, and there's gonna be some other ones too. I, I mean, okay. the, uh, the I mean the the adversaries, uh, the Hapalok, which I created and are very near and dear to my heart, my squid babies, um, are <laughs> are cephalopods. You know, um, so yeah, there's there's some other uh, semi anthropomorphic things like the the Hathoray are bipedal, but the the Hapalok aren't. Like they're squids. They're just like can come on land, um, and and have suits of armor and machinery. Uh, Love it. There's uh, uh, the Mansagene, which are, are sentient AIs. They're, they're human beings that went so far down the path of cybernetics and cybernetic upgrades that they're not even really human anymore. Um, mm. And they take pride in places that have been damaged and repaired. Like, they take pride in their scars because it's like proof of what they've been through. It's like, mm. you know, you have a topographical map of the wisdom you've gained in life. Um, there's a, oh, wow. the, the Silansi, which are like human-plant hybrid species that, you know, people that have gone so far into the natural world that, you know, they're part plant themselves now. Um, uh, there are the Misagi, which is uh, a, another uh, symbiotic uh, 
species, which is the human beings that are bonded with a, with an indigenous energetic species, uh, similar to like the Dax symbiote in Deep Space Nine, except I feel like their deal is more 50-50. Like I felt like the Dax symbiotes were, were never uh, really good partners, to tell you the truth. And I cannot, mm-hmm. and I have a canonical Star Trek character based on me as a, as a trail. So I'm like, Oh I, my gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fork and Coonert, Lieutenant commander Fork and Coonert. He is canonical. Um, I love it. <laughs> and, uh, which I was like achievement unlocked. Now I just gotta be, a, I gotta be a Jedi or more accurately a Sith and I can retire. Um, mm. but, um, uh, I always felt like the, 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 trill part of it was just uh basically a a carrier a carrier system for the symbiote which was the star Mm -hmm. you know and it's like i'm kind of going to remember some of the stuff you went through and whether or not you were like good at dabo but besides that i kind of don't care um so this is more of an actual partnership where the where the two were uh greater than the sum of their parts basically i i will say the 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 misogai is the one that always stood out to me from what i had seen from the show Mm -hmm. and and it was because you know, there, there are, like you said, there's a lot of symbiote races throughout sci-fi and whatnot. But I really love the fact that this was, it, there a big part of it was consent. Yep. And the fact that it is mutual. Yep. And that is, I, I mean, I don't know at least of any that have done that before with it, and it, it feels more ceremonial of becoming one. Yep. I, I absolutely love that concept. Yep. Yep. I, I completely agree. That's uh that 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 is a favorite of mine as well. Yeah, and then uh you know we're gonna roll out roll out some more as as, yeah. as the book continues to develop because that's some of the stretch goals have been like more planets, more cultures. It's like well, okay, all right, <laughs> guess mm-hmm. we got to do that now. <laughs> yeah. So a- after the the cultures, we've got professions, which is essentially classes. You caught me mid yawn. Yes, that is. Um, <laughs> those are those are the classes of our game. Because again, you know, this is one of the things that we wove into the fabric of it. That the carry, we don't even have an attribute system. Like there is no strength and dexterity and all that stuff. You are defined by skills, what you consciously have learned how to do, and values. What you what is important to you. Um, if you are strong, it's because you focused on strength as a skill. If you are smart, it's because you've focused on intelligence as a skill. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our, our professions are reflective of that. It, I mean, it is essentially our game's um, classes, yes. Uh, there's uh, uh, some of these. Again, there's more. There's many more of these. Um, there's a bio-priest, which is like a, like kind of an android high priest. It's like they, they uh, are tapped into the binary code of the universe to be able to, you know, alter Holy things. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, everything's just ones and zeros, man. Um, <laughs> blade keepers, which are almost like a, like a kind of samurai, basically. Uh, spine rippers, which are ooh yeah. All right, everybody perks up when we say spine rippers. Um, that are all more just brawlers, you know. Uh, li- see, see, I, I I I perk up when you say it because I know you have a love for predator, and that just not unrelated. Not unrelated. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Lightbringers, which are like combat medics. Uh, they can channel their powers through sword or fist. Uh, tin twos, which are pilots and speed junkies. Um, tin twos. Okay. Keep your hands at ten and two. Oh, God dang it. Well done. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that that's went one. right over my freaking head. I feel like it's gone over most people's heads. And then somebody out there is going to be like... Hey! Hey! Like, uh, yep. uh, uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's a bunch, 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 bunch more of those. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. It even says, and many more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Light, Lightbringer, Lightbringer sounds cool. I see we're talking, we've been bringing up Star Wars and Star Trek so much. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking of that, the MMO Star Wars Galaxies that I put way too much of my teenage years into. And I, and I played a bounty hunter combat medic. This is speaking to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This man. That was the one where it was just way too hard to become a Jedi, wasn't it? Oh yeah, mm. it was uh when you made your character, it ran a algorithm and if you got a certain number in your code, you were force sensitive, which it wouldn't tell you until you were level 40, I think, and then you had to go to force sensitive training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. That's that's not, that's not what we signed up for. Yeah. Uh also, you'd be a Sith long before that. Like lots of dark sideness that kid would have already gotten everybody if that was the plan. There's mm-hmm. a reason why you can't be too old to begin the training. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um so what we we've got the 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 main plan, the mm. first one. What, what was the the name of that one? Uh, it's Musalia, which is also Vatoa. Musalia and Vatoa are the same place. It's just what okay. the, what the locals call Vatoa. Okay, so what? Where are some of the other places that players are going to get to to go? Well, again, most of it is on mo- that planet. Uh, it is okay. a spacefaring game. You can definitely get on a spaceship and leave. Uh, but but we're trying to keep it as interesting as possible, so that maybe mm-hmm. you don't have to. You know, um, there's a and we get some gorgeous art in the Kickstarter oh, yeah. uh, from Natalia Bassetti did this for us. Um, where there's a uh, high lands, which is the high Enol, uh, city, which is like uh, levitates over a canyon. Um, which... Yeah, the, the artwork is gorgeous and it makes my knees weak. <laughs> <laughs> that was what she so she is my background artist on Electropunk also. So like oh. I, I work with her like a different thing. And I was like, we need some epic stuff. I know a person. Um, <laughs> There's uh, also like a uh, uh, Malasuna, which is uh, the the main city where the Musalians are, um, which has this like gorgeous like central domed amphitheater where people come to share their stories with one another. Um, there's uh, it, yeah, there, there's a, a bunch of places. But it, it what was neat though is again as we were trying to look at this like again without believing the planet was yours to rip up and throw away. Mm-hmm. how do civilizations occur there and you know mm-hmm. uh like uh, ecology becomes obvious because you're like yeah we like need this stuff to last you know yeah um well the, like the the artwork for for malasuna like it does have these amazing search and it's it, i love that the artwork has that amphitheater mm-hmm. in it and it is stunning but i love that it's green mm-hmm. like the, there, there's these tall structures that still have like bunch of trees around it at the base and everything like it 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 looks like it does look like how i would hope a future would look exactly that's what we were after you know like yeah. like, a, like a place that you'd want to visit you know because yeah. in, in one of our one of our numerous other podcasts that's one of the things we were talking about when i sit down to des- design a world one of the first questions i ask myself is like is am i trying to create a place that people will want to visit yeah you know because not always you know, no. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. So, I would not want to visit a lot of the places there are D&D books written about. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> You're like, no, I have been successfully warned off, you know, mission accomplished, you know? Yeah, several um, of those places got those nasty boy Cypriacs. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, ooh, he's all juicy. He's all juicy. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Let, let, let's let's talk a, a bit about the Kickstarter and what is is coming in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean I'm not, I, on my side. I backed at the the deluxe one. I want I want the stuff. Thank <laughs> you. 
Um, so people are getting a, let's see, it looks like uh, a quick start. There's, or no, that's to the adventure. Where is the thing? There's Where a few, the yeah, there's, 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 there's a few things that it kept from, from, from the top down. Yeah. There is a quick start guide that everyone who backs it will get. Uh, many of the tiers, the difference is, you know, is it a PDF or is it a hard copy? Basically okay. is, is, is the big difference. Everybody's going to get a quick start guide. There is a standard version of the book. Uh, there is a deluxe version of the book. Uh, the deluxe version will have, a, you know, the the Atlas and Cultures guides, more planets, more more cultures, like like that sort okay. of thing. Um, and a lot of the stretch goals that have gone into this have already just gone towards making a more robust product. So a bigger bestiary. Uh, we unlocked a starting adventure. We unlocked just a kind of a series of one shots that you can play to like learn pretty quickly and easily in just like a single mm-hmm. evening. Uh, at the top tier, you get an adventure written by me. Ooh. Um, I'm um, not gonna lie that like, because <laughs> I did it at the at, at that level, and there's one level above it with that you, that that adventures, and I'm like, I might upgrade. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate you. Um, yeah. In 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 uh, there, there's dice. There's custom dice from Die Hard Dice. Though those are mm-hmm. included in most of the tiers. The top one, you get all of them. Uh, we've since added another top tier that didn't exist when we first rolled it out. That also includes the minis and the terrain. You get minis, oh, terrain, oh, yeah. all dice, the things, maps, all the things. That's that's what you get. Yeah. Um, and then add, add on wise, there's uh there's plushies uh, for Bertrand, our little elephant engineer. Um, there's uh, okay, r- r- <laughs> real quick for people who may not know. Hmm. Who who is Bertrand? He's just the best boy. Because um, <laughs> the 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 DM or the GM for the for the stream, uh, Eugenio Vargas, is the sweetest bean, and is. Bertrand is him attempting to be his sweetest, and it just works. And he's just a big old cuddly elephant boy, you know. Um, <laughs> I love him with a little tricorn hat. That's it's it. So this, like a gentleman, you know. Yeah, it's exactly. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, uh, we unlocked uh, enamel pins, um, the minis in the train. But these are these are the add-ons. Of course, the dice yeah. are seven different sets of dice, um, and and they're coming from Die Hard. And mm-hmm. I listen, like the, the, I'm not. We are not sponsored on this on this episode, but genuinely, go check out Die Hard Dice. They do amazing freaking work. Uh, I think I talked about on the show a while ago. I got the the Black Lives Matter dice from them, and every set I've gotten from them is spectacular. Please go check them out. And when they send you stuff, um, they come. Oh, with- are you looking for the note? Yep. They come with beautiful handwritten notes. Because here's my here's my Black Dice Society one that it was addressed to the bringer of woe, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it a me. Hi. Yeah, no, the the uh, when I bought the fence set, the, I I got one with this beautiful calligraphy T on the front. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Nope. It's uh, it, it's really nice. It definitely and, is. And the and the ones that are going to be coming with the uh for for the Kickstarter, mm-hmm. they're going to be different than what. Or, are in the image correct yes the, the, okay. that is just a mock-up um because we've we've been waiting to get the uh the renders or i god willing practical pictures of the actual dice but this all kind of fell right in the middle of a holiday and everything kind of yeah. went crazy and i was like you know what let's just put up what we got you'll be yeah. able to pick the dice at fulfillment but there are Love dice it. that are coming the, and the dice are calibrated to all of the characters from the stream um, for the most part, the the Kickstarter doesn't lean like too heavily on them because it's its own mm-hmm. thing. But yeah. the dice are cal- calibrated to the characters from the stream, and the enamel pins are of the characters from the stream. And, and I mean, I I think that works because 
that's the touchstone mm-hmm. is is the stream like it, mm-hmm. this kickstarter wouldn't be a thing without the stream so of course it's uh, going to be in there 100 percent, and we yeah. might be having swords as an add-on so, yes i just saw that <laughs> you know we we kind of had it as a pie in the sky type thing and i was sort of like i mean if we're gonna do it we should probably set that ball in motion because it's gonna take some time to do you know and we're gonna yeah. want it to be more there there for more than like a week and yeah. then um you know, I loved getting the the email from from Tony on on the Kickstarter. It's like, if we were gonna do a sore, <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing: you you always have to like very heavily weigh the no's because yeah. people will say yes because they want it. That does yeah. not mean they will buy it. That happens no, ge- a lot. Genuinely, I've really loved how you all have done, it. and and like I, I I know I'm your friend. Like it sounds like I'm just flagging you. This is genuine. Like I genuinely love how you all have been handling this because it is worrisome when Kickstarters just do the pie in the sky thing, and you're and it's like that's really cool, but like I don't know who's getting that. Yeah. Um. And and so yeah, I, like I I remember a long time ago, Sony even did that with some of their collectors editions, where they're like, <laughs> "What would you want to see in a God of War three? collector's edition and they went off of that and i Mm. thought that was a brilliant way to do it yep yep the skulls of my enemies Mm -hmm. i'll take just one (laughs) (laughs) um and uh and there's also character or custom character sheets yeah custom character sheets uh maps uh we've 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 unlocked eight stretch goals yeah yeah it looks like they're they're they're, yeah there's currently one sitting at the the 250k one which is is is. oh Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I'd hope you would. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird if I didn't. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, th- this is th- this is an absolutely fantastic Kickstarter. And listeners, if if you haven't gotten the point, go check it out. You should be checking it out right now. I mean, you, know? you could open a tab while we're talking and pull up true. into yeah. the motherlands on yeah. Kickstarter and just take a look. That is true. I mean, if you're on your phone, you can take it out and look down there. Unless you're driving, then pull over to the side. That's true. Yeah, don't look at it while you're driving. Do not do that. <laughs> I need you to survive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, who who all is is working on this? So I uh, am the lead developer, um, and uh, Tanya DePass is the creative uh, the the creative director. Uh, and then there's also uh, Gabe Hicks, Jasmine Bular, uh, Eugenio Vargas, uh, and some other people that I think is is we're we're not we're not saying yet. But okay. But uh, but 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 an all-star cast of POC create halls. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh man, I totally just lost my thought. There I have go. that effect on people. Kachow. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 does my ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> also kachow. Yeah. Also kachow. Uh, tell me, let, uh, we we do we do have uh, uh two questions. One uh about uh, uh motherlands itself, and one that I just thought would be fun to talk about. Mm. Both are from Dusty Hill, friend of the show. Hey, uh, Dusty Hill. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dusty says, uh, super excited for this project. Can't wait to get the deluxe edition book in my hands. Hey. Uh, I would uh I would want to know what uh you see this turning into. Any big long term goals for Into the Motherlands after it is released? Oh yeah. I mean, we're not just creating a game. We're creating an IP. You know. I mean, uh, I, I would love to see it become its own you know sci-fi setting just like star wars and star trek you know that that there's 
worlds and shows and games and movies and all sorts novels. of things and novels that in the, yeah right i mean i you know what's funny is that I've, I've steered clear of adding that as one of the stretch goals because i added that as i added that as a tier to uh, electropunk that uh, the novel because uh -huh. i already was writing the novel and then i'm all like you know just volunteering to write a novel is no small thing so. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> I'm all like, I already wrote the grabbing novel. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You know, and then I'm yeah, like, oh, right. That means I have to finish that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I, I, I should I should just uh, uh, break the seal on the novel thing myself. Um, right. Yeah. But it's it's it, the, the sky's the limit, really. I mean, the, the, the all we have to do, again, is create a place that people would want to get lost in. Mm -hmm. And if we do that, the rest takes care of itself. Heck yeah. I mean, honestly, to tell you the truth, I've I've already because of connections I've gotten things, I've already put out some feelers about, you know, it's like, hey, you know, what what's the right time to approach a multimedia adaptation? You know what I mean? Like you want something while there's there's buzz and heat on it. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. You know? So freaking Michael Crichton sold Jurassic Park before it is even printed. <laughs> how it goes. Yep. How it goes. Uh and and I mean that would that would be absolutely wild and fantastic like all these different things like <laughs> i mean i mean already into the motherlands with the needs an anime intro <laughs> like getting a whole anime <laughs> you know it, it's all again uh uh one of my favorite quotes which was not meant to take it like i take it that without objective morality everything is permissible have i sent you that meme with the I, oh hold on wait wait, wait. oh no i don't think you have wait uh here hang on I'm, oh no you you dear dear listener you can just look it up real quick and yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about to melt trevor's face with this i love oh, i love no. it so much because it is so wrong <laughs> it's just wrong see usually usually this happens uh while, while we're doing champions of lore <laughs> that is true i don't know why for whatever reason like tw twitter or is oh there it goes the the dms are just being so slow today there you go Oh no. Oh, I literally just saw this one today. It is the most chaotic thing I've ever seen in my life. Without objective morality, everything is permissible. <laughs> yeah, just Google those words, listeners. Uh, again, pull over to the side of the road. Yep. God, it it hurts to look at. Um, <laughs> it's just wrong. You, just, you understand intrinsically it should not be, you know? No. <laughs> but I'm like, also kind of want to do it. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. like, but, but. <laughs> Mm, nowhere yeah. is it written yeah yeah so yeah, yeah you know it, so, it's, someone is now googling that image just because of this conversation right it, not to see what it is you know what you know what i have to say to that you're welcome <laughs> That's what i have to say you're welcome yeah um so uh dusty's second question is uh is is more about just dming in general mm. Uh, it, uh, he says, uh, the more games I run, the more I realize I like going in with very little planned, but do occasionally find myself struggling to keep the flow of the game mm. besides more prep. Is there anything you would suggest, uh, for this? And this is totally the first time we've ever answered this question. <laughs> Never happened before. Um, nope. I, I plan the first half, I, I plan the, the beginning in pretty great detail, you know, the inciting incident in which you paint the picture that, you know, the, the zoom in and you push through the looking glass and now you're in the game because you got to bring them into the world. I haven't, I, 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 actually, I actually got a quick question about that, mm. that, that I haven't asked you before about how, what does that look like? Is it bullet points? Is it like just a paragraph written out? It varies. Um, okay. like for, for the. 
as the time of this recording, I just did the St. Jude's um, St. Jude plays charity mm -hmm. game on Saturday. And I had the whole like introductory paragraph written out that I read, you know, um, okay. with black dice society. I just know that like I'm gonna have a cold open on this one Those or two characters. Oh my god, so good! <laughs> Thank you. Um, then I'm gonna have a, a cold open on these one or two characters, and this is what this is what is going to happen. I know that, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and then uh, the the rest of the plan wise, I I I plan so a stream episode and home home game are different. I plan the streaming episodes like I plan an episode of television. Act breaks. Here's where the break is. These are the things that need to happen in roughly the order they need to happen. Um, I have an idea where we need to be by the break, and I have an idea of where we need to be by the end. But I plan almost nothing on the back half because both the dice and the players will betray you. So, <laughs> yeah. so you gotta, you gotta be flexible there of roughly where you're going. Um, it also helps, especially, I assume you're talking about a home game and not a stream, but you mm -hmm. can even do this at a home game. Well, um, I, I do know Dusty's working on some stuff, so it might be both. Oh, okay. Um, it, uh, it helps if you give the cast an idea of you're like, Hey, by the break, we should be heading into the forest. You know, mm -hmm. also this week, don't go, don't go to the beach. Don't go to the beach, you know, um, because it, yeah. it was it was funny because like, you know, uh, listeners, I don't know if you know this full disclosure. I edit the podcast version of Black Dice Society. And so like when when, when I get to the point where I'm I'm chopping up where, you know, you guys are going to pick up from, I'll hear you say something like that. And the first time I did, I was like, oh, whoa, I didn't know. And then I thought about like, of course that happens. That would be the best way to do it. <laughs> well, you know, and you maintain the surprise for the players and you you stop from chewing up a lot of screen time with indecision. Yeah, you know, because people start talking their their way in circles when yeah. when they don't know what to do, and even if you don't have to tell them what to do, even telling them what not to do is mm -hmm. is helpful. Um, you know, we'll we do this on 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 LA by night all the time, where it's like, hey, some people are gonna come, don't attack them until they have a chance to talk to you. You know, I mean, like, okay, mm -hmm. okay, otherwise they were gonna get got. You know, yeah, um, but and, and also like you know the people that are the players they they know what they're doing they they, they mm -hmm. that they are stream players and so they can role play that mm -hmm. and and I and I love that fact. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. and again, there's still plenty of opportunities to to surprise them and preserve their mm -hmm. own wonder. It just yeah. it keeps things moving, which the 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 closest I've come to that is I I in my Strahd game I had uh, a player who was betraying the party mm -hmm. and I and I asked him when we when we came up with this idea I'm like do you want to essentially be a co DM now or do you want to just remain a player he goes I kind of want something in the middle like I want to know where it's going but I also want to be able to be surprised and so we we worked kind of like now that I think about it, we kind of worked his story like a stream. Mm -hmm. Which it kind of was for the rest of the party because they were watching it all happen. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. And and um, uh, also, like, I'll give them a heads up where I'm like, hey, look, if you want to do some dramatic scene work, you should do it this week because next week's going to be really fighty. Like, I'll, I'll give them an idea. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this will be a more fighty episode. This is a less fighty episode. If you guys want to, if you're going to take the time to sit down and write a letter home to mom, do that this week because <laughs> next week is not going to be the week for that. You know? Yeah, no. Yeah. Mailman's going to be a zombie. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> zombie mailman. Yeah. The porn, the porn crossover I didn't know I needed. Oh, no. You know what I mean? The zombie pizza man, I suppose. You know, yeah. I don't have my but, but, wallet. 
But what about for home games? Like, what's the difference for you there? So, to me, the the difference between a home game and a stream is fairly simple. Uh, A home game is a social activity, first and foremost. The fact that you sit down and eat together, you talk about work, you complain about your boyfriend, girlfriend, talk about the latest episode of uh, Demon Slayer, you know? (laughs) that all of that is important and vital to the process and then you all play a game together a streaming cuts out all of that part of it cuts all of that out and you are left with you know the the ideally the leanest game experience that you can because when a stream is done properly the audience should feel like they're another person at the table Mm -hmm. so the actual game should feel very similar and the one of the ways for those of you that are considering getting into streaming, which of course I think you should do, you should get your friends together, get a camera, start doing it, suck at it, try and get better. <laughs> That's how this podcast happened, minus the camera. There it is, right? <laughs> so, um, but one of the things to keep in mind is stuff like don't break character. Once you're in, you're in. You notice I only refer to people by their character names from, mm-hmm. from when we start. That's it. That's who you are now, you know? And, and be in that, put that mask on and don't, don't come out of it. And of course there's times where a little fourth wall breaking can, can be great. But I mean, for the most part, zombie nuggets, zombie nuggets. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, um, you know, that's what she said. Maybe once when it's every, yeah. when it's every 15 minutes, it's like, bro. Yeah. Like we're trying to do something immersive. You know, I, I, I think yeah. another thing is like that I've noticed is, you know, when you're a stream player, if you're not talking, you're muted. Mm-hmm. And and that and I like I've almost tried to do that at my own digital games because I just find that it uh, makes things flow a lot easier. I don't tell people. I just mute myself. Like if I'm the player, I do it when we're talking here. <laughs> <laughs> I know like, you do. Yeah, like, like if you're if I know you're about to like offer your thought or something, it's just like. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's because you try and you try and drop out of it, so you're not a yeah. distraction. And by drop out of it, I don't mean start scrolling through Twitter. I mean just yeah. try and, like, if you notice again, in L.A. by night when we were at the scene, we would physically make ourselves smaller, like very subtly, like you lean back a little, you know, you, you oh you, yeah, sing, huh. down, sing down a little bit, you know what I mean? So that it's very clear. No, yeah, like like you would happening. you would even you'd finish saying a thing and then just lean back and like kind of yeah mm-hmm. oh wow mm-hmm. huh. I never thought about that uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's those little things that you're like I'm no longer a part of this you know yeah. like your attention's over there now um, yeah that kind of stuff you know that's uh because the actual gaminess of it for how it goes at home and how it goes on stream is not so different for me i mean Mm -hmm. i'm more likely to drop a that's what she said in a home game (laughs) but but you know but that's that's it you know besides that you know when when you're in you're in yeah but Mm -hmm. you know that but to to a different point um some humor even even in a horror game because you know our game's a horror game but 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 people can't maintain any emotional state for two or three hours at a time like it's we're literally not wired to do that like you cannot laugh for three hours straight you cannot cry for three hours straight like you you will exhaust those reserves Mm -hmm. so any experience has to wave those emotions like that's why there's sad parts in every comedy that's why there's funny parts in every scary movie you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you you do have to like 
in, indulge that. But ideally, you're indulging it within the confines of the narrative, you know. But but especially if you're at home, if you indulge it outside the confines of the narrative, I mean, that's okay too. Because mm-hmm. your job as a storyteller is to elicit an emotional response, Yeah, you know. To get them nodding yes, shaking their head no, laughing, crying, terrified, angry, pumped up, whatever. That you know, that's your job. Or my favorite, the wide-eyed slack jaw. <laughs> exactly. That, they always uh, yeah. What have you done? Yeah. yeah. You know what I've done. I, I see your green skull on the side uh, on the on the on the shelf there. That's that's the look you want. That's him right up there. Exactly. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, that's your you know your only enemy is meh. You know, and if yeah. necessary, you can banish phones from the table. You really can. You know, um, the- I mean, I, I, I have a, like, if someone's like, I got ADHD, I'm like, okay, that's, I, I, I get that. That's fine. But yeah, like uh, I've been at a table before where somebody busted out a DS and I'm like, okay, whoa, yeah, yeah. hold on. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, we're not doing that. And, and here's how you get around that. When you see somebody zoning out, you're like, what's your character doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Bring them yeah. into it because it's yeah. a collaborative art and, 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 yeah. and not just not just, you know, to bust people that are zoning, but just to give them a sense of ownership. It's like you come into a room uh, that is of stunning opulence. You tell me what that looks like. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, the, one of the things I love doing is especially if the groups like split up in town doing stuff, I will Star Wars style just, you know, swipe to the next group of people with very little warning. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm keeping them on their toes of like, oh, well, you were about to punch that dude in the bar. But what's going yeah. on at the pocket? Meanwhile. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Keep them all engaged. Get a popcorn in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, beat it. Thank you so much for coming on. It's my pleasure doing this for the very first time. That didn't all yes. happen once before. <laughs> Absolutely. That that Ellie uh, Rage quit on us. She's like, I'm not doing it again. Like, oh <laughs> uh, no. Uh, she 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 definitely wanted to be here, but uh, <clears throat> you know, things happen. It, um, it, roses are red, violets are blue. It don't always be like that, but sometimes it do. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Um, but uh, but yeah. Uh, where where can people find you? What awesome things are wor- are you working on? And where can they find the awesome Motherlands RPG? So go to Kickstarter. It is into the Motherlands on Kickstarter. You should locate it. Uh, by the time you hear this, I think there'll still be like ten days left or something. We're done on the nineteenth. So. Um, it uh yeah back it if you can I, I realize that there's been plenty of times in my life that i wanted to to support something and couldn't but you know sharing is free signal boosting is free please tell your friends we appreciate it um you can find me all over the interwebs at b dave walters uh, all over the tweetograms uh and wherever fine streaming content can be located uh most notably wednesday mornings at 11 uh with champions of lore uh with this handsome devil and uh and, and aaron m <laughs> evans uh representing for trey b um, and uh thursday nights at four o'clock pacific uh is the black dice society on D's twitch and youtube which you should definitely check out, and, and you know, and once you watch it, listen to it again as a podcast. It's true, both, <laughs> both. You know, uh, it's uh, it, it's uh, all the first nine episodes are up both on YouTube and wherever fine streaming content can be located. I think. Mm-hmm. Wait, are we still being exiled by one of our fine streaming platforms? <sighs> yes, we are. You know, yeah, I, I've been in contact with them, and they're just they don't like awesomeness. I I'm telling I'm about to just send, email them that. <laughs> Be like, man, that's racist. Yeah, I'll, I'll bust people out. I don't care. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why. Uh, 
But again, th- thank you so much for coming on. I, l- I love having conversations with you. And this is the second just one-on-one. <laughs> it's true. Here it is. You know, that uh, I keep joking about like laying traps to like give reasons to hang out. But I guess it's I just keep finding ways that you're forced to listen to me, unfortunately. <laughs> here, you hear how I do what I do. Yep, there it is. And I'm and I'm never bored listening to it. So I appreciate you. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So thank you for coming on. I uh, hope we can have you on again at some point soon. Uh, but if listener, you enjoyed this episode, the best way to support it is by leaving a review on your podcast service of choice and telling your friends about the show and telling your friends about Motherlands and Black Dice Society and all the other fun stuff. That is legitimately how things grow and expand and get more viewers and whatnot well listeners in this case uh if uh you'd like to uh write in with a question or topic suggestion you can send those into difficultyclass at gmail.com and if you'd like to keep up to date on the show you can follow it on twitter at difficulty class you can follow myself at the trevor there's an a hiding in there and you can follow ally at allybug321 uh but uh that is gonna do it for this week's episode and so until next week have a good game mm-hmm.